With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. that I've been gone for so long, but I'm back for another edition of Vestiges of Christianity. Tonight we're going to be talking about evil, and uh, I have an important announcement to make. Stay tuned.
Well, I want to thank everyone tonight for joining me, those of you joining me live and those of you joining me on demand um, at whatever time is convenient for you. Anywhere in any country that has the Internet, thank you for uh, being a part of this adventure that uh, we call Vestiges of Christianity. I am Bishop Brian Willette, and I have been gone for quite some time. Uh, I've been inactive on the blog and uh, have not uh, been able to spend much time producing another one of these episodes. Uh, so, But tonight we're going to deviate a little bit from the Nicolaian tradition. I know we have not finished with that series. And uh, that is because there's a more important matter to discuss with all of you tonight uh, that I've been debating for some time now, which is part of the reason for my silence, whether or not I should uh, publicly make this announcement. And I've been thinking about how to make this announcement. I've been thinking about what I should even do in context to, or better way of putting it, I've been thinking about how I should proceed. Because certainly something needs to be addressed. And that is a matter of evil. And that relates very specifically to certain things I've talked about, not so much on this show, but on previous shows for those that do follow me from Eye of the Seer and Man, Myth, and the Occult. And that is the nature of absolute versus conventional reality. They can be very contradictory things, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. I also have an important announcement to make. So I'm really trying to decide what I should do first, and I think I'm going to start just with the announcement. One does not become a priest with the expectation that one will be constantly attacked by evil spiritual forces. Much less did someone like myself enter priesthood with this expectation. I have in the past consistently taught that the nature of evil at its most absolute level does not exist at all. Likewise, though, nor does goodness particularly exist. These are absolute Statements. In other words, when you break down the fiction of the human experience, which is generated by our perceptions, and think about it, everything that happens in the, re- in, in the real material world is first filtered through our perceptions. So we never really experience the actual world, do we? We experience what we sense through our five senses and then interpret through our brain which is largely biased with expectations and past experience and desires. So we really never get a good grasp or a good glimpse of reality 
on the absolute level, good and evil really do not exist as fundamental things. These exist on a conventional level. And what does that mean? Well, absolutely we can say, define that as everything that exists in the cosmos that is actual, that exists and transcends human perception, biases, beliefs, that type of thing. Even human truths transcends all of it. However, the conventional reality is still real. But it's not absolutely true. It's only true in context to the story, which is why mores change from society to society, from time to time. Something that is condemned as evil or sinful at one stage in history is perfectly accepted at another stage in history. And it's constantly evolving, the story of humanity is constantly evolving. And that's the conventional reality. Evil and good fall into that category. And I know there's a lot of critics out there that would say, no, 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 no. The devil's a real being. Satan's a real being. And he's out there. Well, conventionally, yes, he is. And I never really made this distinction abundantly clear, I don't think. Not in previous discussions or lectures. But certain things have happened in the last several weeks that has forced me to make this abundantly clear. Now, with that being said, let me get to the full statement, the full announcement that I need to address with all of you tonight. I, as a bishop, as a patriarch of the Holy Nicolaian Catholic and the Holy Imperial Russian Orthodox Churches, have been targeted by this thing that the conventional churches, the Orthodox Churches, Catholic Churches, the Protestant Churches, call Satan. I have been targeted and I don't say this with any jest. In all absolute seriousness, with perfect rationality and full faculties of, of, of reason, I tell you, I have been targeted. The, my... The, our church has been targeted. Now, I'm not going to say I didn't expect this to happen, because on an absolute level, there is resistance in the cosmos. And anytime you're effectuating any type of significant change, that resistance becomes a force to reckon with. But in the context of the Christian story, the Christian worldview, which is the world in which I operate as a Catholic Orthodox priest, experiences that resistance as the devil, 
as Satan. And as anyone who has studied the Western mystery tradition and occultism will tell you, that any time you are dealing with an archetypal form, like a demon or an angel or even Satan himself, it is necessary to work with any objective manifestation in this way as you see it. In fact, it's even dangerous not to do so. So as far as the context of the Christian story, when Christians say Satan is real, he is real. Absolutely. And I think, well, no, let me not say that. I'm going to get too, it's going to be too confusing. Not absolutely, conventionally. Absolutely, we can talk about what the devil really is, right? And we have done that abundantly. But now I'm starting to see that perhaps that has been very, very dangerous. Because I don't think people are really ready to truly understand the absolute condition. I think that is a realization that people have to come to on their own, and I think we have made a mistake by even exposing people to that wisdom. I admit it. I think I've made a mistake by sharing too much. But then again, it's readily available if one knows where to look. But back to my statement. I am personally under attack. And I've had to make the decision whether or not to let the devil win and abandon my ministry and divert myself back to a secular existence so as to protect myself from these attacks or stand and fight and I have to tell you with all honesty I've been I've been very tempted to really engage both on some days I feel it's not worth it so little of this world sometimes seems even worth saving. But see, that's a judgment that I, as a priest, don't really feel comfortable making. That's a human perception. I look at the world, I look at the condition it's in, I look at the people and what people are doing to themselves, to each other, and I say, what's the point? Why should I bother to help anyone when the world is so bad off can I even hope to make a difference yeah I admit my humanity thinks like that but the grace of the priesthood is a strong grace the grace that one receives at the sacrament of holy orders is a profound grace if one truly opens one's heart to it the power is enormous and the perseverance that one can draw from that is quite profound. And so, 
I've decided that I'm going to stand my ground and fight. I'm going to fight this thing. Now, I wish I could get into more detail about what's really going on. Suffice to say, um, this battle that I'm about to engage could result in the end of my life. I want that on record somewhere here. It's as good a record location as any. Because if that is the end result to this, and it is a very strong possibility, I'm not going to say a probability, but it is a strong possibility. I want history, at least for those who care about what these churches have done, to know what really went on. The church, and by the church I mean the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, the body of Christ, which is humanity. And in this context, the body of baptized believers, the priesthood of the believers, the church is under a tremendous attack right now. And the forces of darkness are using materialism and the secularization of our society, politics, indifference, as wonderful tools. Not to mention relativism and a few other things that there's no time to really get into. No, absolutely. These are just functions in the cosmos. And I think even I myself, I spend so much time observing the absolute condition, trying to reach to that condition, using meditation and prayer and, 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 and centering prayer, Lexio Divina, every tool at my disposal to get closer to that absolute truth because that actuality is the closest that man can come to God. That I sometimes forget that the conventional reality is staring me right in the face and affecting me all around, in every direction, all around me. And I dismiss it. And I even dismiss other people's, how that affects them. It might not affect me in the same way because I've I've done some work and I've progressed. But, you know, not everyone has had access to that wisdom yet. And as I'm doing more and more work, I'm seeing that perhaps maybe that's a good thing. Maybe this wisdom needs to stay underground. Because perhaps it is too dangerous without the proper training and the proper initiations. to truly just 
be handed over to the general public. So that means I think I need to be more careful. But for right now, I'm not going to probably have a lot of time to spend on teaching these lessons. At least not in the near future, I don't think. I will try. I will still try to come to this show and give you updates, um, albeit unscheduled. Uh, I, I, I do when I have time. But there is a battle that I need to fight now. And it's a very, very perilous battle. And I wish I could go into details as to what exactly is going on. Um, I hope to survive. I don't expect to, if that makes sense. But I have chosen to fight and wage this war. I will defend the integrity of the sacraments and the mysteries of Christ to my very death. I'm no longer going to treat evil as a insignificant thing. Sometimes I use far too much reason, logic, and science, and not enough mysticism to un to really, I think, connect with how powerful these archetypes are and how damaging and destructive they can be. So yes, in the conventional world, which is the world that you and I live in, the world that you and I see, the world that you and I interact in, and we consider to be life and living the material world, yes, Satan is real. I have seen him. I have experienced him. And he has very much made himself known. Demons are real. And so are angels, of course. The Christian mythos is real. And as long as we're working at the conventional level, the battle must be fought at the conventional level. And so, I ask you to pray for me. I ask you to pray for the Holy Nicolaian Catholic Church, the Holy Imperial Russian Orthodox Church, I ask you to pray for the days to come, the weeks to come. And we will see how this will unfold. 
it's about to get quite interesting, I think. And, well, it has been. And like I said, without be, I cannot betray certain confidences. So I cannot go into the details of what this is really all about and what's really been going on and leading up to this. But, uh, like I said, suffice to say, the church doesn't have a right of exorcism just because it's a vestige of an ancient time where people believed in that sort of thing. Furthermore, not all mental illness accounts for what is often considered in the ancient world to be demonic possession. It is real. At least conventionally, which is real enough for our purposes. Remember what I said a long time ago? Not on this show, I don't think. But my definition of reality is when we ask what is real, I think the best answer to that question is real is what affects us. So it doesn't matter if you're dealing with something tangible that everyone can agree on or something that might be pure delusional. If it affects the individual that is having the experience, it is real for them because it can effectuate change in their life, for good or for bad. And that needs to be considered, and that I don't think I've ever made clear before, and I hope I have made that abundantly clear tonight, so that as we proceed, and however this turns out, that it will be known that our churches are taking a different stance. And this is why we must get back to some of the more conventional theology. And why this new stuff is inadequate. Joseph Campbell said it best. When a society loses its connection to its own mythos, it disintegrates into nothingness. And we are seeing that disintegration now because we are no longer understanding the, the difference between, or I should say, the power in that mythos. We can't simply dismiss it because we don't feel it's proper to our modern sensibilities. Now, these things have to be dealt with in the context of which they, they operate. And the archetypes aren't going anywhere, at least not yet. And that's where we stand. Sorry for being a bit cryptic. That is not my intention, but I am trying to protect certain confidences. It's about to get interesting, my friends. And... I do hope I do hope that whatever happens you
you will remember the work of the Holy Nicolaitan Catholic Church as being the instrument for peace in a world divided by sin. We are the protectors of the Christian mysteries. Good night. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.